0: Hey guys, welcome to Stories of From the Birth Suite where we listen to birth stories told from the partner's point of view. In today's episode you get to hear from Michael and how he supported his partner Kezia through a surprise pregnancy and then an induction of labour that took almost every twist and turn I have ever heard of. So the first question that I asked everybody how did Kezia tell you she was pregnant
1: that's a very good question so what had happened was we weren't living together at the time we we were looking for um looking for houses at the time so um we it was just part of the next next chapter of our relationship and um yeah I was just on the way home from work and uh, I got a text message from from Kezia saying oh any chance um you could come over tonight and um yeah, pretty much. From from there, I had a bit of a um, an inkling of what it might have been uh, about. It's not often um, at the end of the day just say, oh, "Would you like to come over?" Um, usually, we're talking throughout the day. Um, yeah, so then I got to her house and then you know, she just said, "Oh, th- you know, th- thanks for coming over. I've got something to show you." So, yeah, and then she then she showed it to me. So, yeah. so a bit of a um, shock. Yeah, a bit, a bit of a shock to um to, to both of us really. Um, but yeah, a, but a, a great, great surprise. Was, um, yeah, we we had for you know a bit of time talked about how awesome it would be to start a family and um, uh, weren't thinking about it as much, and then it, then we found out, and it was, uh, yeah, pretty pretty great surprise.
0: Yeah, what was your reaction?
1: Yeah, I was um overwhelming actually um <laughs> to be honest yeah greatest feeling ever to be told that i was going to be dad um so yeah i think i, I cried a bit um uh, probably cried a lot actually to be honest <laughs> 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 yeah uh just just uh didn't know how to really um uh express how, how happy i felt um uh, without yeah just <laughs> yeah crying a fair bit actually to be honest and so, um yeah great greatest feeling ever to find out so
0: That's so nice to hear. I love that so much. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously Jude was not planned. What were your, like, first steps, I guess, moving forward? After she told you, what did you guys then do?
1: Yeah, so we we kind of just, on that that day, we kind of went through all of it. Um, I think we just tried to just take it all in to begin with. And then so those first few weeks we were just... Think about what we what we needed to do to get i guess ready but i think so first first few things that we did we just um booked our well, points of the doctors get the uh, necessary um follow-up tests to just confirm uh confirm what we knew and um then yeah then got our got out all our scans booked in yeah we were in the the process of finding a house so that that need just all of a sudden escalated a little bit quicker <laughs> so yeah we absolutely we, yeah we certainly didn't want to leave uh leave the house search any any uh longer we were, we just need to uh get on the front foot with that one and this is a uh, lock down a place so yeah.
0: yeah and did that happen relatively stress-free
1: in a way uh yes and no um the as as time progressed it just uh it just seemed like this the stress levels kind of picked up a bit probably okay probably not so much from my side i was kind of just um just looking at what what was around and th- I, my, I was always thinking like you know things things will uh, pop up as as they go um, we probably just need to uh, just be patient and not try and just jump in on the on the first one but just that as as the week's kind of progressed i know it was kind of making Keys are a lot more uh, uh, stressed out with that. Yep. Um, so yeah, but we ended up um, finding a place. I think we we're just over halfway. So um, yeah, um, wouldn't have wouldn't have left it any later by any any anyway, means. So. No, it's starting yeah. to
0: get to the pointy end by
1: that point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think we had, I think we had moved in, and then. We had, uh, I think, we had our final scan coming up a week, a week or two after that. So yeah.
0: So how was she? How was it helping her in that first trimester? I'm not sure if she was sick or. Um...
1: Yeah. So um, probably it was. It was a little bit complex to begin with. Uh, um, just from a support side, of things just because we weren't living together um, at the time, I was probably not able to support her as much as I could um, could and would have liked. Probably it was more more of timing really more than anything. But how we kind of worked around it was yeah, we were just I was hopping over to her house um nearly nearly every night after work or or she'd come over um for, for dinner at mine. Um, so we, we never we never really had like days apart um, more to say but it's obviously it's not not the same as once you once you moved in and living together, but but yeah, the for Kezia, the morning sickness was pretty tough um, uh, early on, and um, unfortunately, it, con- it continued right through um, her whole term. So, um, she's one of the one of the real unlucky ones. Um, I, I know some, some um, mums today they tend to get get pretty sick in the first um, first trimester, and then then it gets a bit better but um yeah for Kezia it was all the way through so there's no real let up unfortunately so
0: as far as preparing to help Kezia through childbirth did you guys do any classes did you do any like um I don't know online learning or discussions or prep or anything like that leading up to the big day yeah
1: yeah so we um we had we had some books um, that we were looking at. Um, Kesia was also had this like timelines of like how the how the baby is progressing every every week and what to expect and um, and how every week is generally you know is it, progression and mm-hmm. um, yeah and with um, in regards to classes and that we did attend uh, two two classes um, probably probably just the start of the third trimester we we, we just attended some classes that the hospital was um, providing um just on anti and postnatal um which was yeah it was it was it was good for me Um, took i actually took quite a lot in from that um one thing i'm always saying is that um you know as, as a Dad, whether it's like first or second, you can be, or, and even for, for Kezia as well, like, you know, you can be as ready as you can, but you, nothing prepares you for, for the moment. So, um, yeah, so I felt like the, the classes were, for me, they were beneficial. Um, Kezia, um, being second-time mum, she she knew a fair bit, but there was also um, some, some stuff that, you know, that kind of gets forgotten as as well when you go into the next one, and it's always something new that can come out of it. Yeah, so there's some, certainly some some upside to uh, attending classes for sure.
0: Yeah, I hadn't yeah. mentioned that it's actually Kizia's second baby, and the age yep, is it thirteen? No, it's more fifteen uh, it, years.
1: It's a bit more, so um, it's uh, sixteen. And, sixteen um,
0: years. My gosh, yeah. he's grown up. Okay, yeah, yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: she can be forgiven for forgetting a few things.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> Quite a while ago. Um,
1: yeah.
0: What kinds of things did they cover in the hospital classes?
1: So with antenatal, um, they just talked about like just the stages of um, of labour, um, which was very important to kind of um, gather. And then they also talked about uh, I think it was like the strep test. Yeah, I think it was called the strep test. Um, yep, like
0: poly- the strep strep B.
1: The strap b yeah so yep. which um, yeah um and then how that can actually determine like your uh contraction lengths as well i like think in, in mm-hmm. regards to the active labor or, or and also whether whether uh, a script of bikes was required before beforehand yeah so there was a, there was a um so they went through those bits at, uh, to begin with and then yeah they just went through what like, what you're going to experience once you go into labour, and there's obviously there was a lot of um, different scenarios that that could have happened, and there's a lot of um, there were a lot of mums there that might have already been booked in for a cesarean as well, so they so they kind of, they're covered off on uh, pretty much all, all scenarios there. Oh
0: um, uh, yeah,
1: a bit of an information overload because we had both the classes on the same day as well. We were just booked in.
0: Oh gosh, yeah, okay.
1: So, um, <laughs> I think it was a two hour two hour class on the antenatal in the morning, and then. We, had, we went and had Kezia and I went and got some lunch and then we came back and did a one-and-a-half-hour postnatal. Um, wow, that's a
0: lot in one day. How was Kezia feeling leading up to labour?
1: Leading up, there was just that feeling of uh, just hurry up, <laughs> hurry up, baby, let's let's go. Getting into that final month um, for sure, um, just yeah, feeling feeling of being uncomfortable and just nor- normal things even yeah, even just um, picking up something off the off the floor. Um, it seems to be it's the one thing that um, you can't do anymore, which is uh, frustrating. Very frustrating. Yeah. So um, let's go with that. Still still having um, well, though 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 we call it morning sickness, the the sickness, the sickness was all day, all day. every. I guess you could say get rid of the morning tag off it, but um, yeah. yeah. So as as we were getting closer, it was um, was definitely looking forward to it, uh, the baby just um, arriving. Yeah, I think we got to thirty eight weeks, and she said, "Oh, if it if 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 my waters break today, great, all right, all right, that's fine. We'll, we'll just go in. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, we're ready." And then um, yeah, it didn't quite didn't quite happen uh, early. Um, that way. So,
0: did you have any worries or fears or unknowns, I guess, that were playing on your mind?
1: Oh, look, I think my worries were just more just making sure Kesey was going to be okay um, more than anything, so, something so major in your life. Yeah, so I think for me my, my concerns were just um, for well wellbeing and her mental health um, go, going through it. Um, yeah, it's it's not easy, even with um, With good support around you, it can, yeah, and certainly, yeah, wears you down a lot. So, I was concerned more so for her uh, first, and I guess with all the scans and appointments that we were having, um, just leading up, measurements were coming back fine, and um, baby's heartbeat was was good. So that alleviated my my concerns uh, about the baby. Um, So was just, yeah, so kind of just turned my my attention, yeah, towards making sure. She was okay um, leading up,
0: so she got to forty plus two. Is that what you said?
1: She did, um, but it wasn't quite the, um, I guess, the path that we that we expected though. Okay. Um, we, yeah. So I guess for for a timeline, so we got to thirty nine. Uh, yeah, exactly thirty nine weeks, and we thought that Kesey's, uh water had broken. Um, right. So we, we actually started getting all getting ourselves ready to um and prep to go up to the hospital we had we had everything prepared which was good so we had like about, uh, probably got five or six weeks beforehand we had had the nursery all ready in the baby bag all ready to go so i guess at that time we were, we were thanking ourselves for being being prepared um for, for sure because that yeah it's a week, week earlier so we we thought it was going to happen that night um so we got up there and then uh, it wasn't quite the case we ended up being up there, probably about four or five hours, not waiting four or five hours to be seen. It was probably um, it was a busy night, but it was probably maybe a couple, maybe maybe a couple of hours before we properly got taken into a to a ward, only to find out should waters hadn't hadn't actually broken. But okay, um, but then we ended up finding out um, that Kesia had a preeclampsia. Yeah, that kind of threw us off. Um, a little bit. Um, the rough part of that night was that they said the Casey that they had they wanted to keep her in overnight because of um, they wanted to continue to run tests because they they wanted to see how how her blood pressure was before letting her go home because if it was if her blood pressure didn't come down then they would have um, considered being induced pretty quickly. That was the other part that we weren't expecting on that night either. <laughs> we, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, to
0: think you're yeah. almost about to go into labour and then be told, actually, no. And
1: yeah, it's a bit rough because we weren't. We initially, actually, sorry, initially we um we had gone up there because they just said to just come up and we we'll just just run a test on you because it might not be the case. So we didn't have we didn't actually pack overnight stuff the first time because we just thinking more about yeah the, the labor side of things and um so yeah so when they said oh you're gonna to have to we need to keep you overnight and they said oh, you can't stay with her was, but that was even harder because just it just felt like everything just went down downhill like just more more and more bad news that just popped up so
0: and as well like there was no answers yet and to be told that she would get yeah. the answers while you're not there like- yeah yeah there's no that's
1: support right. system <laughs> yeah so that's right yeah it is all of a sudden it was well what what's going to happen if i go home so um and it was it was late at night as well so it was um when they told us um about the about pre it was already one in the morning and when they said later on oh yeah we're gonna to have to keep you overnight and, then, and it's like getting on half past two and it's like well this is uh getting a little bit uh frustrating here um you know, the sun's nearly coming up and I still have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that was, um, I genuinely felt bad that I actually had to leave leave Casey by myself by, herself by the, end of the end of the night. I think I probably slept for about oh, no. two or three hours and I just went straight back up there as soon as visitors could.
0: So you got back there the next day. Had any test results come back? Did you have any more insight into how things were going to go or was there more waiting once you got back to the
1: hospital? Yeah, so once, um, when I got back up to the hospital, then um, they had confirmed um, preeclampsia. But um, but then what they had said, they still said that the um, best course of action would be to, to get induced, but they, they said, but we can book you into that. So uh, not support.
0: an immediate urgent thing that day. It,
1: yeah, so it ended up not right. being an immediate urgent thing, um, luckily, um, but we still had to. I think it might actually still be a daily appointment um, up there. In a way, a little bit of a relief that it went from original diagnosis and possible urgent um, induction to non-urgent but but essential. Which that I guess it the heart, the hard bit was was still actually having to accept that that an induction may may actually be required if if Casey didn't um, go into labour naturally. Yeah. Um, so we were. So during that week, we were we were thinking, well, if if it happens, it happens. Um, and then then great. Then it doesn't have to go down that path. But yeah. So we were ended up. We ended up being booked in thirty nine and six days for the induction. So the day before the actual due date. Yeah. And then we started the induction process uh, from. like yeah. So the day before.
0: So the night before induction day how are you feeling
1: yeah so a bit stressed yeah without really having too much um additional thoughts um going through the mind, but it was just i think it was just um a little bit of stress but also kind of like calm at the same time you're just kind of collecting your thoughts and just thinking about how to handle whatever's going to happen once you once we go in so we went and visited my parents um, the night before uh, for my my dad's birthday, and we just kind of—I think it was a good distraction for me. It kind of took uh, took my mind off um, this the stress levels a bit. But I um, think I still managed to get some sleep. Um, but which is which is weird because I've always been one that kind of struggles to sleep if I'm a bit a little bit um, stressed. So yeah, so I think I kind of just said to myself, I oh, got to make yourself go to sleep. So
0: so induction day, how did it go?
1: Yeah, so um, process was was rough um, to, to say the least. It was just um, just very long. When we when we came in, I think a doctor <laughs> spoke to us and just told us the and room. But doctors, uh, midwives so they don't. They, they this doctor didn't actually check us in. So and then a midwife came in and did, said, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realise you were here because no one's no one's actually checked you in." So I'm, so sorry i'm going to check you in now so we've been we've been sitting in there for about half an hour like we have sitting in a, like you know in a um birthing room but like it was yet yeah, still just waiting for someone to speak to us so that so was a uh, not the best start yeah with the induction process it was um yeah not 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 enjoyable um for keys yeah um or, or, i don't think anyone uh, would ever would ever say that they enjoy an examination. Um and sitting there as 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 a partner, um, you know, I, I felt I felt horrible uh for, for Keith here with like you yeah, know constant constant examinations. So it's not it's not great. Going through all um yeah the processes and that um so they went through the first stage and they told us like how long it was going to take with the um so they, um they did the tape first and I think the tape got us two centimeters and uh, it was a bit deflating because that was uh, all out effort and she was starting to feel contractions um, a little bit with the tape as well. They weren't really solid and strong but we um, progress hadn't really been made and we had to go to step two um, with, the, with the gel. The second stage ended up being a bit drawn out as well. Um, so We started started with the gel, and then they said it that it would be like four doses of the gel, like every six hours. But then, with the first dose um, of the gel, it start the, the contractions really started to to ramp up a bit. But then, unfortunately for us, it was it was um, a, a real Id- unfair, not ideal situation came up where we were ready for the next dose, and then. And then they said that there was about five or six women that had come in that have just gone naturally into labor. So that all the actual birthing suites had been taken up. So they said we're going to have to stop the gel. And it was, yeah, it was it was uh, pretty gut-wrenching because we felt like we we're starting to really start moving on with it. And then we had to had to stop and Casey was still feeling all the contractions, so it wasn't as if, like, you could just switch it off. Oh, okay, I'll just, you know. i we'll
0: will just wait here,
1: yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, that ended up being a long night. Oh, by, oh, by then I was able to stay um, okay. stay with her, so that was. That's good. That was, yeah, so the first night, though, I did go home. But that was only because, like, um, we were, it was late and we, we were talking about it And Casey said, I think I'm just going to sleep because I'm not, not feeling a great deal. I don't think it's going to happen yet. So, but then she called me back. I think I've been, I think I slept for a few hours and she said, Okay, I think it's, I think I'm starting. Um, and I said, That's okay, I'll come up. And then um, what had happened was that um, the doctor, um, a couple of doctors came in first thing in the morning. She was still asleep and they said, Oh, I don't think handover happened between the night staff and the day staff. And they pretty much said to her, so this is before the gel, they said, oh, we're, we're, we're going to just break your waters now and take you in. And uh, Casey said, oh, I'm not going anywhere without my partner being here. So, um, no, um, that, that's not happening. So they said, oh, well, that's what we've got written here. So, um, the, so these were doctors. They hadn't seen it at all through the process, and then they'd come in and just said, we're, we're going to do it. Um, yeah, so that, did, that, that didn't sit well with, with us. So
0: Well done um, for her for saying no.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. And a um, midwife um, said to her afterwards, she said, oh, you know, good on you for saying no because doctors, they, they're on the clock. So, they, um, yeah, they, the communication between doctors and midwives doesn't seem like it's, it's great. So, um, and, uh, yeah, made, it certainly made Kezia feel very very uncomfortable with that. Um, and also, they didn't read the um, read some of the notes that we had actually spec- uh, specified weeks before we even went in. Was that um, that Casey also didn't want any male stuff. So that was the, that was even another thing. They these these two doctors just kind of just picked up her um, board and just said, "Okay, let's uh, let's just go in anyway." So the good thing was that Casey stood her ground. Up, um, and just yeah just didn't have to really do too much more than just saying no it's not i'm not doing that yeah the doctors kind of just took it and just 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 said okay no worries and just kind of left it. so yeah yeah so that was the, sorry that was the, the, <laughs> the big one that i um that i needed to actually uh mention because was, I was going back at, uh a few hours on on the timeline there but um yeah, so that was um that was all on the like pretty much coming to the end of the first day while she's still still on the um the tape.
0: So after that is when she got the gel. And then she had yeah. the first round of gel and then they said we'll just have to hold up for a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what anyway. did like hanging around having some contractions and not really doing anything look like? Like
1: yeah, um, I don't even know how yeah. that's
0: supposed to work, but okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, So um, it was kind of just um, the contractions were starting to, I guess they were starting to become a little bit more frequent and the gap between the contractions was starting to close. So, yeah, so that was where it was like, well, it technically wasn't active labor, but we're getting very close. So um, the next round of gel probably would have done it. I know I'm assuming here, but there, there's a good chance that it was it may have sped things up even faster. So yeah, so it was pretty pretty much we thought, oh, it's okay. So this probably won't happen tonight, and probably not tomorrow either. Now going going at this rate, but then Kezia was still feeling all of it, and then um, I think it got to about three four o'clock in the morning, and um, she said, oh, the contraction stopped. It's all stopped. I, I really did feel the KZ when every, every all the contractions stopped because it was, um, yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking, really. Because which we, we was like, well, yeah, to, it's going to be tomorrow now that we get uh, seen to and start the process again, and who knows how long how long it's going to take for things to kick into gear. So, um, so we had gone in Sunday morning, and we were we were into. Monday night, Tuesday morning when the contractions had stopped. So so we've been.
0: Such a long time.
1: Yeah, so we're we're just under 48 hours in the hospital already um, at that time um, to get all of a sudden to get that no. We had to effectively start the gel process again. That didn't happen until about two or three o'clock in the afternoon. On the Tuesday when they... For so like
0: another 12 hours.
1: Yeah, yeah, about that, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, not not great um, waiting around.
0: So they restarted the gel at about 3 in the afternoon.
1: Yes. Yeah. How did it three. go from there? It did actually start to um, start working. Um, okay quickly um so I think a couple of hours in then it started to get a bit um the, a bit stronger uh, the contraction than that um yep. and then it got to yeah about 5 5 36 o'clock and then um and then case's mum brought, um, came up and brought brought a couple of things and then um stayed, stayed for a little bit and then um and then, yeah, and then, then, after, then shortly after she left, um, then things were starting to move really quickly. We were, pain scale was getting closer to a nine, ten. What what goes after ten? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, things are starting to get pretty uh, pretty So awesome. we we're trying trying a lot of things: um, like massage, the gym ball, and. Uh, even even a tens machine, uh, see if it was a, of any effect. It's um, trying trying lots of things to see how how it goes. Um,
0: and then, how long was it? She then uh, needed to push at some point. Did it, was there yeah, any more remarkable? I guess big events before then.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was still a little bit more. Um, so, so I think we, I think it ended up. Um, we the the contractions was, were pre, pretty big and very frequent. And now practically she was is going into going into active labor at about um probably about eight pm I'd say Maybe,
0: okay.
1: yeah probably about, about that time and um yeah and then the she still hadn't really dilated very far right as well so sorry
0: i assumed that she had but yep okay
1: yeah yeah, she so she had but then it was still not not quite enough yeah quite quite enough so then they um um yeah late on tuesday night they um they manually broke the waters um to get uh speak to um encourage the um the labor process uh a bit quicker and then um, yeah, and then uh, then they had to then as as time progressed, then they started the the um, oxytocin to uh, promote it a bit quicker. But then they had to um, they had to actually take they had to stop the oxytocin pretty quickly because she was starting to naturally do it do it herself. But then the other, then the other big spanner in the works that happened late in the night was that. Um, Jude's heart rate was dropping a bit during during the process because it was getting it was getting a bit um, he was going under a bit of stress um, through it. Um, so they had to so they were being mindful that if he if it's getting a bit too much that the they may still have to do a cesarean. It's not, uh, if if they think it was un, unsafe to do so, but they had to take pretty much some samples of his um of his blood and that during it which was uh something i've never i had not come across before but they had to pretty much do like a um and yeah it's it's a hard one for um for Casey to talk about and and even for myself actually but like they had they ended up having to do um like a, a a scalp sort of um scrape on on the top of uh on the top of his head um, to just see if he's, um, just to see if his levels were good enough to actually go through the rest of the process. So, um, and it was, yeah, that's it full was, on. Yeah, very full on. And um, yeah, when you when you're that far in, um, it's yeah, the experience was, yeah, not great um, at all. So we didn't want to really go ahead with with it, but then at the same time, we we also had to keep in mind that. Um, we may may need to actually go ahead with this to so he's okay, um, but it was yeah it started. It just felt invasive because we've gone through. It was very different to the examinations and that going forward. With that process, still took I think it took about an hour and a half to get get the um, results that they wanted. Just because it was um it's not not an easy process and. Um, it's stress, It's stressful enough in the moment, and that and Kesey was very tense as well. So it made it made the um, the actual testing uh, pretty pretty tough as well to actually get get what they wanted. So it just felt like it was they were it was going on for for forever. Um, yeah. But yeah. So when the results came in, they said, "Oh, that his, his levels are fine." Even even with all that going on, I guess I always thought it was going to be okay in a way because I was, maybe I just had a level of optimism, but um, yeah, then it's just a bit of, yeah, it was just a kind of a wait, waiting for games, to, yeah, for it to all happen, really. So,
0: was there relief in that moment?
1: It's kind of like a yes and no because it still pretty, like it wasn't over yet, and the that that experience or that part of the experience, uh, was pretty traumatic for Kezia, so it was, um. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, a little bit relieving that it was it was done, but then at the same time, it still that that procedure still had to happen, which wasn't um, wasn't great. So it was kind of like trying to, yeah, move on from 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 that part.
0: Sounds awful.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty awful.
0: So then, after that, continued labour without the oxytocin. Yes, and yeah. then got to pushing
1: correct yeah so it was probably yeah. like they'd turn off the oxytocin at about hmm. 1 2 o'clock um the procedure testing that that took a long took a long time to do so that was probably done by about three thirty. yeah so it was probably about 330, 4 o'clock once we once the all clear was was there and then it was the letting the contractions and that do the rest of its its thing i think at the time she was still only, oh I'm trying to think how far how dilated she was. I think it was still probably about, I think it was still only five centimeters okay. I think, um, from, from memory. Um, I, progress, but not quite, not quite there. So it was um, yeah. And then all of a sudden um we got to, I think it got to about 20 past seven. Um the doctor, uh, different doctor, um <laughs> by that point. <laughs> she went to um just uh, just, i need to just check check again see how you're going um because she was pretty much checking pretty regularly and then all of a sudden she said oh yeah oh my gosh you're, you're you're ready you're 10. yeah i was just i was just having a sip of um my coffee and um and I pretty much when I heard to say that I just put it down. I said, "Oh, we well, won't be needing that anymore." With, um, I think uh, I, think I've just uh, got some adrenaline just <laughs> coming out. So I don't, I don't think I need my eighth cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden we were like, "Oh my gosh!" We really just went from yeah, it just felt like that last bit getting to fully dilated just came a bit quicker. Um, yeah, yeah. The delivery, yeah, it didn't feel like I don't think it took very long. I think it was. I think it ended up being about three pushes, I think. So it was Wow. Um, yeah. I think it was three. I might need to be corrected if uh, on that one. But um it <laughs> this was This is your it,
0: version it, of the story. That's fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um it was about I think it was about 40, 40 minutes um in for for delivery. And then yeah, then then he arrived. Um so uh, after all that. So it was yeah. Um yeah, long and drawn out. So we went, yeah. So gone in on the Sunday at six AM, and Jude was born at eight twenty eight on Wednesday morning. Yeah, it's a long time to be in hospital um, um, for anything really. So, for it to finally happen, it was um, yeah, that was that was the relief there. I think for for both of us when when he um, when he was finally out. So,
0: did you know you were having a boy or a girl?
1: Uh no. So we we decided to wait. So. So um, that was
0: a huge surprise when when he was born.
1: Yeah, yeah, did massive you, surprise.
0: Did you see first? Did they tell you?
1: Yeah, when he came out, I uh, got a glimpse of glimpse of him when the um, midwife was just just held him up um, to bring bring him across, and and yeah, and then tried tried to say it clearly, but um, I think my uh, I think I might have actually got a bit um. Bit worked up and a bit emotional, so it kind of half came out of my mouth. And I was like, I oh, <laughs> uh, you know, lost my voice a little bit. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it's a boy. But yeah, that that's how I wanted to to I kind of say it. But yeah, it, it didn't quite come out of my mouth that, <laughs> that clearly. So I think, uh, yeah, yeah. A few, I think a few. Um, I think I choked up a little bit when I when I tried to reveal it. So so think, special I I, though. Yeah. That is
0: yeah. so special. Yeah. And so then Jude was skin to skin with
1: Kezia. Uh, yeah, skin to skin. But um, even then, we we didn't know if that was going to happen either because they had the um um I can't remember the name of the thing, but then they had the light machine uh, <laughs> next to us as well because they said it was likely um, that he may need to go in there um, straight away um, just with with everything that had happened leading up to it, but then. Just with the time of the day, we had, um, yeah, and you just, um, just as we were about to go uh, to get ready to deliver, we we had um, we actually had um, a changeover of doctors and midwives, and we had yeah eight
0: o'clock in the morning is shift change,
1: yeah shift <laughs> change yeah so we had a, um, we had a midwife come in who I think she might um, just with um, just the way she conducted herself I think she was. Uh, a very well experienced um, midwife, um, and um, her experience levels might have been actually just maybe really superior to uh, other, midwife, uh, other midwives. No, no disrespect to any of the other ones because they were every midwife we had was you know fantastic through the whole whole process. But yeah, we hadn't seen this one before um, for the whole four days we were in there. Um, but this 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 lady was great and um it was funny she actually knew kezia because kezia had served her at work one day so um they'd gotten talking about babies and that so she, it was a familiar face for kezia and then yeah so she had come in and um when jude arrived um she said he was already crying so she said she just made the call there and then said up nope, straight on straight on skin to skin don't worry about the lights he's fine everything that was Everything felt like it was going wrong the whole time. And then the yeah. end of it, the delivery was was very swift. Jude came out and it ended up being skin to skin. Um yeah, there wasn't much. Yeah, more you could really want once 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 he had arrived. Like it, it just felt like the 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 delivery and um the ending was yeah, perfect, really.
0: Yeah, that's so nice. When did you get your first cuddles?
1: Not, not long after. I think once they um yeah, once they did all the um you know the necessary checks and that, then yeah, I was able to hold him. It was it was pretty quick. Um I was holding him pretty, pretty early on, all wrapped up and and all of that. Um I did the I put I put his first nappy on um pretty pretty quickly, um with a lot of assistance and the <laughs> staff. But yeah, those bits uh yeah. Uh, disappeared from my head on how, how to do, do that sort of thing. So, um,
0: they're the unimportant parts to remember. You can be taught them in the moment. All the yeah. other bits that you did remember are the more important parts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, how was the first, I guess, how long were you in hospital for after he was born?
1: Initially, they said to us, um, if it's not cesarean, you'll go home the following day. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's two days, um, and then I think they um, probably later on during the day. I think they were wanting to suggest to Keith to maybe stay a second night, mm-hmm. uh, but she was very keen to just come home and just get in her own bed. Those are the little things that you you realise how much you really need uh, once you're in the hospital. You you definitely miss your own bed and and just your just your natural surrounds at home so she was yeah she was just very keen to come home so we um we didn't waste any time so then we made sure she was able to come home the next day
0: how did dad life go like what kind of things were you did you have time off work
1: yeah so I took um I took four weeks off and work was work was really good for for me because they I was working for a um uh, firm that I think had, have a lot of um, family orientated um, staff members and and, uh, and bosses, so um, they were very understanding of um, what I was going through in that. And in that week um, where we didn't know what was whether we were going to um, go in or not, um, my boss actually just she said to me, "If you want to just work from home for the week, um, just so you don't have to." come into work and stress about it and be away just just, you can just stay home and work until you go in if you like and I just said oh yeah okay I might just do that so yeah they were very good with with that that's awesome yeah it um it certainly took um uh put put my put myself at ease a little bit that I could just um you know just be be here and on call uh, for sure um yeah
0: that's really great And when you got home, what kinds of things were you doing, um, I don't know, in dad life?
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, What was I doing? (laughs) What are you still um, doing, I guess? (laughs) Yeah. um, I guess, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's just, um, I don't know, I think it's just, for me, I'm trying to really think because it just all feels normal. So. It's been a
0: little while now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I I think to begin with, um, I I guess um, actually the thing I did learn pretty, pretty early on in just in in those first five, six weeks, um, yeah, I would, I wanted to be, I wanted to be really hands on, but there's, there's a lot of, when when they're so when they're so fresh and into the world, there's actually you, you, you. I learned really quickly that um, there are a lot of things that I can't do just yet, um, and it's kind of um, if I'm going to be doing anything, it's just going to be helping Kezia with uh, with herself more so than the baby because of how um, how much they just just need their mum uh, throughout the whole whole process. So I guess for me, it was just. Um, in the in, early on it was just um yeah just i guess a lot of cuddles and um uh, uh, and some and some nappies and and that um yeah especially like with um yeah because you're not yeah we um and when when breastfeeding as well there's um not a great deal uh i could do straight away because you can't we, we were not ex- we weren't like expressing uh, straight away either that that came on down the track and then once once we we're able to start doing that then then you know, uh, then doing bottles was uh i was able to contribute a bit more in in that retrospect so yeah so i guess that was kind of like yeah a bit of a learning curve for myself there's not a, not a great deal i could do straight away um and it was just more a lot of just a lot of support stuff uh, in those first couple of weeks yeah, yeah.
0: how with that learning curve, how are you feeling during that, like, process of figuring that out?
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, Yeah, it's a, it's, that's a good question. Um, I, I felt like, um, yeah, at times like I was always saying, so I wish I could do uh, do a bit more. Um, yeah, I think that was just kind of what was going through my mind a lot with that. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So that was, um, and then I, I think speak, speaking to um, uh, other, uh, other dads, uh, many months on, um, yeah, or actually, well, not, not that far on being, but um, probably, probably like one or two months in, um, they were saying, oh yeah, a lot of them were just saying, oh, it's not, yeah, it's not much you can do. And um, so I've, Kind of, um, yeah. Didn't didn't realize that until other dads kind of mentioned that bit. Um, and needless to say, like there's still there is still plenty of stuff, but <laughs> um, there's just, there's just some certain things that yeah,
0: different stuff to what you thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. So that um, that was just more. Yeah. Um, for me, it was just yeah. Just get just get my head around that bit. Yeah.
0: yeah if you had any words of wisdom or advice or anything to say to someone who is about to become a dad or maybe you can be more specific about to go through an induction or whatever it is that you might like to have advice about what would it be
1: um yeah so um I, I guess for any any um, dad to be that's about to Go through that process. I think just um, be have a level head um, at all times. Um, you, you know, your your partner relies on yourself um, to not be flustered in any sort of moments because um, you're you're you are the number one support. Um, so you you have to be you, you have to be focused and just on on the ball at all times. So you know if if as um you know if things do pop up um the um discussion point and focal points don't get all just left on um on the mum to make decisions they need they need you there um uh, more than anything so just yeah be focused and also just be just be open um and you know and just listen um and just hear, hear, what, hear what your partner's um, saying um, all the time. So, yeah, keep the communication up and um, that'll go a long way.
0: That's great advice. That's really good. Communication, I think, is, like, number one. Um, it's often the first thing to go when you get stressed or when there's pain or when there's, you know, an unknown or anything, and I think you're, Exactly right, that so long as you can keep a level head and talking, it makes the world of difference. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that you would have done differently? You
1: Um, can say no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I'm trying to think what I would do um, differently. yeah, I think for yeah, not, not a great not a great deal um, that I would do like like differently, but um I guess yeah if anything just probably in, probably in those um, probably just in the few weeks leading up to um, to labour is just to um, just find ways to keep you, keep keep my stress levels down and just feel um as well rested as possible i felt like i i, I felt like i was pretty well rested before we went in um, but yeah um just maybe maybe if anything i'd probably just make sure i um, switch off um a bit more like uh, with the like this guess with work-life balance and mm-hmm. and all that just to make sure that um yeah that i'm yeah, that would probably be the only thing I'd probably do a little bit differently, just make sure I get a bit, bit more rest in the weeks leading up. Um, yep. but, but, yeah, that was, that's, probably, that's probably it. So.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. I hope Thank you enjoyed so this story from the birth suite. Thank you so much for listening along. If you want to support the podcast, please subscribe or leave a review. And if you'd like to follow me on social media, it's at sam.zig.birthsweet. See you next time.